style everyone style. Ooh, i like that it's a nice nice atmosphere you're bringing yes it's <laughs> very war-torn story you we need to bring a little bit of levity into the world welcome <laughs> back everyone to wow cool robot the only podcast the only podcast that exists yep yep it's it's every other one is gone and we are all that remains Amani the rest of them have gotten robot. blown up the rest mm-hmm. of them have gotten blown up by giant robots. Uh, we're actually in the year uh, 2030. Uh, Gundam is real. And we're all suffering. Yeah. Well, at least Gundam's real. So that's just like our only source of solace in these trying times. Yes, it's true. Uh, so this week we watched some episodes and I gotta say, I really like these episodes, Morg. They're good episodes. Oh, they're really good, actually. The last one, oh, especially. Oh. I just love, I love, like, personal conflict. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I think that's sort of the formula of Gundam. Like, what makes a good Gundam episode? It needs to have, like, the right mix of cool robot battles and then also, like, you know, human drama. For sure. And this and these episodes, like, definitely nail that mix perfectly. Yeah. Hey, Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you feel about Kai now? Well, we'll get, we'll, 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 we'll get there. Okay. I may have, I may have to eat my words. I may have a bit of egg on my face. I spoke, maybe I spoke a week too soon, but in my defense, I was going off of the limited information I have. Listen, I was frustrated with him too, but like I said, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's almost as if the show can make any character sympathetic. It's true. It's true. Uh, well, why don't we dive right in with Mobile Suit Gundam episode 28, Across the Atlantic Ocean. Time to go to America, except not the U.S. South. America. <laughs> South Canada. America. Yeah, we got to go to the, the, the Federation base in South America, which means flying from Belfast, Ireland to... I don't know, Brazil, maybe. I don't know exactly where Jabiru is. I don't is. know where Jabiru is, yeah. Uh, I'm going to assume Brazil, just like statistically, that's the biggest in South America. <laughs> True. And it does appear to be in the Amazon, which is mostly it's, Brazil, I believe. Bra- it is Brazil. It is okay, Brazil. Cool. But <laughs> the first thing, when I when I searched, it says Jabiru Gundam. Jabiru Gundam comes before Jabiru Brazil. Wait, is it is it is it a real place in Brazil? It is, but it's still I it's still a first location. It says Gundam. I'm Gundam is more important real. than Brazil. I mean, I guess Odessa is a real place too, and they have Odessa Day. Oh, I, for some reason, I'm sorry. It's um, it's not real because it's the military complex itself is called Jaburo. Right. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm dumb. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? Well, dang, there's a real place in Brazil called Jaburo. But anyway. <laughs> we're, so we're we're flying away from Belfast, where over the ocean, um, Miharu is just doing her thing. She's like just thinking to herself how she wasn't a spy by choice. She was roped into this life. Uh, yeah, she's just like, damn. Um, I wish I was high right now and not on a base. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. God. <too>. Um, 
And we get just like a little snippet of like Amuro practicing the mid-air docking again. He's down to 15 whole seconds now. And he keeps on bringing up how he needs to like protect Gundam's left side while it's docked inside the G fighter. I guess you need another shield to do that. I don't know why. I can only imagine it's going to be significant later on. Oh, yeah. It, it feels a little bit like Chekhov's uh, shield. Che- Chekhov's Gundam's left side. Um, but as this <laughs> is happening, um, ne- next scene, we see some Federation ships are getting blown up by the Mad Angler. Um, they're just like, you know, blasting them out of the sky into the ocean. What if it was called the Mad Hatter instead? Hmm. Be very twisted. That'd be kind of twisted. Um and Shar's on the inside. I love to see my boy. And he gets in. He's very prominent in these episodes. Yeah. Let me tell you. I'm I'm Shar voice. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he gets intel that the spy is aboard White Base. Um, and then cut to said spy, Miharu. She's rifling through some like you know desks and stuff on White Base. And who walks in the room but one Kai Shiden? Yep. Kai was like, well, she dove under the desk. Yeah, and then Kai she, she is like, where the fuck? Who's making that noise? Bright's not in here. Who's making that noise? And yeah, eventually she's like, fuck, I've been spotted and comes out from under the desk. And Kai recognizes her. And uh, she like tries to lie to him and say like, oh, I missed you. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Ha <laughs> But yeah, he immediately clocks it. He's like, okay, I know what's going on. Come with me. It's like, why are you always lying? (laughs) Why the fuck are you lying? So he takes her to like his sort of quarters in a white base. And as he takes her in there, Amuro is like outside of his room too. And that cracks me up because Amuro's like, yo, who's that girl in your room? And Kai's like, oh, it's it's nothing. Don't worry about it. And and he's, he's like, Amr's like, is it your girlfriend? And he's like, uh, something like that. And then Amr's like, oh yeah, cool, bro, say no more. <laughs> it's like a college dorm or something. Yeah. <laughs> Amr was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it, well, I'm not going to ruin my day over it. I'm 15. I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's just like totally cool. He's like, Amr's not a snitch. I mean, he doesn't really fully realize, but you know, he's also not a snitch. Yeah, yeah. But um, what happens next is he inside, inside, Inside Kai's room, he tells her to stay put. Um, you know, don't do anything because people are going to find you out and that would be bad. But she's still thinking she has to contact uh, Boone, her superior, at 0500. Because, like, that's why, you know, they're going to get the secrets from her that she finds on my base. Yeah, and then it's like, how do you do that when you're so far away? Except hmm. um, Boone has an idea because he takes, he took over a fishing plane, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I somehow Zeon procured like a civilian plane that they fly up to White Base. I just think of a, I almost said a fishing ship, and then I'm like, ships mean different things. They're no, not just I, <laughs> like a, sh- a ship can mean. Well, I guess that's more of a space thing, not an air thing. It's yeah. like the terms are all interchangeable, whatever. Especially in this show, um, mm-hmm. where White Base is like kind of a plane right now. Yeah, true, not in space right now, and. Uh, Okay, here's one thing. Yeah. Um in in the in the dub, um the the Xeon accent is uh I was going to ask. I'm so excited you wrote it down. <laughs> it's German. Oh, Xeon. Wunderbar. Cuz cuz the dude is just like, "Why not?" <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. 
And he's like, your accent's too thick, dude. You can't speak right now. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so yeah, like it, uh, Boone and this other guy land the Xeon plane inside the white base hangar. They need repairs or whatever. And yeah, Boone tells him, stay in, inside the plane. Like, your accent's too thick. They'll find you out right away. Um, but as this turns out, like, this is Boone. Um, he, he like, gets taken to this little, like, waiting room area. Um, so, okay, and also, side note, uh, for, I, 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 I don't know how I ended up looking this up, but Boone, like, the voice actor of Boone in English is, uh, is Brian Drummond, who you may know as Vegeta from the Ocean Dove of Dragon <laughs> <No>! Ball. <laughs> no way! Like, and then Richard and then Richard Epcar voices him in different series. And like, those are pretty big name voice actors for this random guy. So I guess he's important in other series. Is Boone important in other series? I mean, if they have Brian German and Richard Epcar voicing him, I assume so. There's like prequel series and stuff. So I guess like he's a vaguely important Xeon commander guy. OK, because that's interesting. I think he's like the leader of the Mad Angler squad. No, he's like the no, second of the Mad Angler because Char is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, either way, he's important. They have like a pretty important voice actor voicing him. But um, anyway, you know, there's a mini Beyond Toon World for you. Um, but, Beyond Toon World. Ah, you he, don't have to put it in now. But he's like, hey, I have to, I have to, I have to make make a mud pie. And they're like, okay, there's a bathroom over there. Go there. Why did you call it that? <laughs> he says, he says, I have to make a, a big dookie dump. And they're like, okay, understandable. Come this way, sir. <laughs> Oh, I've never heard it called a mud pie. It's from I think you should leave. Um, yeah, okay. Very funny. But he on his little like wrist radio while he's sitting on the toilet pretending to go poo poo. Uh, God, he contacts Miharu. <laughs> he contacts Miharu. He's dropping the kids off at the pool, except not really. Okay, that's way worse than anything I've ever said. No, that's God. why I said it. I wanted to own you. <laughs> I've been owned. But yeah, he, he radios her and then she tells him that they're heading to a spaceship dock in South America. And then they just leave yes. like inconsequentially. Because Kai told her because he has a big fucking mouth, but also thought like she wasn't able to connect with them. Yeah. But... Yeah. And the, ne the next scene is Kai sort of like realizing, wait a minute, the only way you could have talk to Xeon is through like close range radio which means the people on the Fisher ship are Xeon and he's like going ham running through white base he's like oh there's Xeon there's Xeon and everyone's like no nah, they're just like normal fishermen bro climb down because so no he like it. can't prove it unless he right. like rats unless, her out yeah unless he shows his entire ass and he won't do that he's like no I like her too much mm -hmm. I have mixed feelings war is hard <laughs> war is hard on all of us um yeah no one believes him though <laughs> yeah um so what happens next char's like okay cool uh take this cool new mobile suit i think this is specifically a mobile armor oh okay i, I think a mobile armor is something that isn't like humanoid shaped i the distinction is still very unclear to me but they definitely do okay. say mobile armor and not a mobile suit okay so yes the mobile armor he's like yeah it's ready you can take it if you want he says, yeah, bro, grab the grab, bro. Oh. I'm obsessed with this name. It's so good. He does say grab the grab, bro. Um, and yeah, go over, go after white base with it. Cause I can't, I'm busy. I'm yeah. doing stuff in Africa right now, I guess. I'm busy, I'm busy scheming. Yeah. They're like, we have to stay with African front. Cause I guess like the Federation is still having a big battle with Xeon. So white base isn't high on the priority. So they, the, 
Mm, the grab road departs, grabbing its bros in tow, which are two Zgox. Um, and then another uh, ocean battle. Cool. Yeah. So I think I'm getting the Zok and the fucking grab row confused. The grab row is the big, like, sort of, like, oval, like... It's, like, kind of red. Not it, red. It's reddish. It's, it has, like, sort of claw arms-ish. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have leggies, though. It's just a big, wide... It grabs. Arm. It grabs. Grab the grab row. row grabs bros. Grabbing its bros in tow. Yes, yes, yes. Including Gundam. I guess Gundam's in one of its bros. Yeah, true. Yeah, because Amuro has to deploy in Gundam. They can't really deploy anything else because it's underwater. Gundam doesn't really have the right weapons, though. Yeah, yeah. Gundam is not really fit for underwater combat, but it's, like, the only thing that really is. Um, but, like, sort of in the confusion of all of this, Miharu is still, like, staying in Kai's room. And she looks out and she sees Kika Kats and Let's carrying, like, a fire extinguisher around. And she's like, oh, there are kids on this ship? I she's just like, oh, no. Every single time they're like, there should not be kids here. Yeah, and that actually comes up in a later episode. Hmm, curious. Uh, but they, <sighs> yeah, she sees you know she sees her 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 kid siblings kind of in them reflected yeah. in them and is like, hey, yo, Kai, I have endangered this ship. There are children on here. I thought you were just warrior people. I thought you were just military people. I was just trying to save my family but i'm hurting your family uh, uh i'm crying over it it's it's kind of sad it's like she didn't really want any of this to escalate this far yeah because she she like very much is not a zeon person she's just right trying yeah. to make make do yeah just to protect her family earth girls make do earth- god earth girls make do we see a scene as Amuro is like getting dumped into the ocean, coming out of the G fighter. It, so like he has two shields on either side of Gundam, protecting the Gundam's left side. But as like he separates from the armor, he like puts the other shield on top of his uh, like main shield, at, like a Pringles, like the way it fits together. And then it's just one shield. It's very weird animation. I don't know if you caught that. I didn't. I did not notice. I don't it's, know how it, it's inconsequential. I don't think I'm meant to read into it, but it's just like it. It just looks like he put two shield together and it become one shield. I don't get it. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 to cover the fact that they're they're not vulnerable. I don't know. I guess it's not a Chekhov thing then, because <laughs> maybe it's just it's probably just like fleshing out the world building. But um, anyway, so Hayato launches in on G fighter or in a core fighter rather. White base is just like getting completely owned by all the missiles from the Grabro and the Zagox. So Kai can't launch out um, in a core fighter either because like all of the sort of like docking bay boosters have been damaged by the missiles. So he has to go out in the gun parry and because that's equipped with like anti-submarine bombs. Yeah, it has. Yeah, anti-sub missiles. Uh, Miharu's like, can I help you? Can I help you? Please. I want to. uh fix what I've done, and Kai's like, I don't know, but then, like, no one can really help him in the gun parry anyway, because they're all busy, like, shooting off of white base, so he's like, okay, I guess you can fire missiles while I drive it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, in the meantime, this is happening, Hayato and Sela, like, tag team is a gawk together, Hayato like blows it out of the water and then Sailor just like lasers it with the G fighter. It's sick as I love it. Oh, oh, I love it. It's good. It's good. And Amuro's fighting the grabber underwater. The grabber grabs Gundam. Um, Gundam sort of like 
tries to he fires a beam rifle but it's only like half useful all he's really able to do is like melt one of its arms um yeah but the other one grabs him and yeah. grabs Rose his, grab by the grab rope. his leg grab him him leggy uh did you so okay the next scene that happens is like there's already a baseline level of child endangerment aboard white base yes um, this next scene takes it up to a whole nother notch though uh is this one doesn't you how to say something about it i don't even we see the the kids they're just putting like... fires out is that they're, what's they're, going they're putting on? fires out like an explosion from a missile blows up like in front of the kids and they get like knocked back and they're covered in like soot and dust and all that. And Kai's like, oh, yeah, you kids are tough. Right on. Let's keep going. Like, yes, he does say that just got blown up. My guy. Yes, he does say that. But I feel like that's not a Kai thing. That's a white base thing. I feel like they're just used to like the kids, you know, they just like help out around the ship and that includes putting out fires it's, and it's that's just, very it's, it's dangerous to me it's wild it's very it's very deranged. <laughs> it's very weird like i get that they're like their family kind of now but it's like uh, you're gonna die <laughs> you could yeah, literally was... die at any minute Hey, uh, what an interesting thing to say, Morg. So the next scene we get is uh, Kai, and, <laughs> Kai and Maharu in the gun parry. <laughs> I sure Kai, did say that, didn't I? Yeah, you sure, you sure did. So Kai and Maharu are in the gun parry. She's like, she's like dropping missiles for him. Yeah, because it's kind of a two-person ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but eventually, the like the third one can't go off because like gun parry gets blasted and it fucks with its electricity it's like circuits and so uh kai's like fuck that sucks uh there's another thing we can do but it's kind of dangerous and she's like fuck it i don't care and she like runs I'm gonna down do it. <laughs> and so the whole thing is um there's like a lever near the catapult or something is that the catapult or were they launching the they call it a catapult. I don't know why. Oh, I, it's it's just like where the missiles are like attached in the sort of like bay of the gun parry. Yeah, I, I guess it doesn't matter. But um, and she just he's like, hey, uh, you got to be careful about doing this because there's like a right way of doing this. And he's like, but he, you know, he still has to kind of pilot it. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Got it. Cool. Got it. Okay, cool. And she's like just texting on her phone the whole time. She doesn't pay attention. Miharu, Miharu, you have to do it correctly. Oh no, she oh has gosh, AirPods in. <laughs> no! <laughs> she fucking dies. Spoiler, she dies. She launches the missile, and I guess like the force of the missile launching like blasts her out the other end of the gun parry. And like, yeah. you see like blood gush out of her like you don't see gush out of her head but like you see like blood come out of her head and she's like sort of like hovering over the atlantic ocean and ah uh, oof you hate to see it but we did look we did predict this we knew it was coming yeah i mean she had the like a lot of death flags and mm -hmm. here it is um a rough way to die though i gotta say being blasted out of a ship and then like falling into the ocean not great yeah, it's so it's, like even if she did live somehow, she drowned. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like she wouldn't. There, there's no way out of this. But Kai doesn't know this. He's just like, oh, right on, Miharu, come back to the cockpit. Why aren't you answering the radio? Anyway, I'm gonna keep fighting. Yeah. In the next um, the next scene is Amaru still fighting the Grabro, 
and he sort of like the grabber breaks off Gundam's right leg, like it's like from its like knee down, pretty much. And we the line is weird. Amuro says like, "Oh, you destroyed my leg, so I can swim faster." And that's in both the sub and the dub. But yeah, I I I read it more as, "Oh, you freed my leg, so I can move freely now because you're not grabbing me anymore." Yeah, because I was like, "Why is why would he move faster with less leg?" I don't know. It's fine. Um, he's fine. And he wins. He blasts it. Yeah, he blasts it. It sinks. Um, and then like we just sort of like hard cut back to the cockpit, and everyone's just like, "Who was Miharu? Like, did anyone know who this person is?" And everyone's like, "No, I haven't seen her." And like Kai's on his hands and knees crying. Yeah, he is upset. And uh, Amuro like kind of like confesses like, "Hey, she's like some kind of stowaway. I don't really mm-hmm. know." I uh, and like. You know, he was like, I, I couldn't, like, tell anyone before the fighting started anyway, you know. It's sad, though. I I am I'm calling a press conference. I'm, I'm alerting the media uh, that I officially feel sympathy for Kai. Kai has been uncanceled. Uh... <laughs> it's, it's, you know, kind of funny how experiencing a tragedy like this makes me feel empathy for the characters. I wonder if that's the sort of trick of the writers. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the writers were maybe trying to trick you into maybe not feeling amazing about Kai in the first place and then maybe doing this. Um, You know, I'm always a little, I have mixed feelings about um, women being used as devices. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, that's just the, the, the anime's fault. That's not the character you know like i still feel bad society's fault it's it's all about society we live in one uh oh we sure do but yeah it just it just it it sucks it's rough but it's rough to see uh what's next Mm, episode 29 is next 29 is next it's tragedy in jaburo jaburo yeah ever the third dungeon in ocarina of time oh shit (laughs) jaburo's belly Jabba the Hutt. Hmm. Um, my first note is I would die for Haro. Yeah, oh my god, it's so cute. So yeah, um, we're we're now in beautiful, uh, muggy South American Amazon. Uh, there, the white base is like flying over the river. There's like a beautiful swarm of butterflies. Haro is like looking out the windows, like butterfly, butterfly, butter, butterfly, fly. It's oh gosh, I love him so much. And he's like flapping his own little like ear things too. Mm-hmm. It's very good. And everyone's like very excited to see the butterflies. I mean, I am. They don't have them. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, especially if you've never seen them before, it's probably yeah, extra true. exciting. Uh, but yeah, we so. see. Um, in the meantime, though, or not in the meantime, but like they get, they do make it to the Amazon, but Char has been following them the whole time. I guess after having the Grabro sink, Char's like, all right, forget the African front. I'm going to chase these guys. These guys are too important. I mean, oh boy, the fated reunion. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Kai is all depressed, which, you know, I can't imagine why. Just chin up. Just have you, have you considered being happy? Have you considered not being depressed? Have you considered being fine with a girl you like killed in battle? It's not really hard to fix, Kai. Come on. Um, oh, man. What's going to happen to her, like, siblings? Rip. Oh, I I bet we're not going to hear about them ever again. Probably not. Probably. But that's still, like, ooh. <laughs> oh, I, I, do, I do not want to think about it. Okay. <laughs> but 
they're trying to find Jopro. They can't because it's just Amazonian jungle. And they, as it turns out, uh, Jopro has like secret passages. So like a part of the jungle slides up. It's on like a big metal panel. And White Base is able to dock in like a secret camouflage docking bay. And of course, now Char also knows of this secret entrance. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. They go inside. They meet. Um, Captain Woody. Captain Woody, who um, we later find out is Matilda's fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, this scene doesn't really do anything. He just sort of asks for Amro, and he's like, oh, I want to meet the Padilla Gundam. Matilda's told me a lot about you. And Amro's like, Matilda, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Well, he, like everyone else, is like, wow, that pilot is young. Wow, yeah. Wow, that's baby. Wow, look at that baby. I think next we see, uh, at Mad Angler, we see Char asking about the bastard of my life, the mobile suit sock. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> you hate it so much. It's okay. It's a new mobile so, suit. So just to clarify, to clarify, it's yes. the Zok, not the Zagok. So not it's the, different. Not, not the Zaku. It's the Zok. Not the Zaku, not the Zagok. It's the Zok. Yeah. Like suck with a Z. Um, so yeah, it it can apparently do big jumpy, but we never see it do we big jumpy. And um, it's just like a like another egg shaped one, another Doctor Robotnik original. It's a lot like spikier and more angular. It has just like a bunch of like missile bits poking out of it. The color scheme is quite nice. It's like this like pale green with like red and orange bits on it. It's a uh, yeah. It's face sort of like face hole with a, with a funny Zaku the Xeon eye goes is in like almost a star shape. Um, yeah, that's but that that's cool. It's just the shape itself is really goofy. It's it's constantly doing the mom said it's my turn to use the X pose. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Char thinks it looks and cool and you don't. Well, yeah, he has bad. Well, I, I wouldn't say he has bad taste, but I have better taste than he. He normally has pretty good taste. This is one lapse in judgment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Poet is nerfed. <laughs> so the next scene is when uh, Amaro is talking to Woody about Matilda. Yeah, this is when he's like, yeah, we were going to get married and invite all white base. Uh, but I spilled the beans mm-hmm. too soon. It's just it's kind of <laughs> sad a little bit. Uh, Amaro's having some very mixed feelings about this because like, he feels bad about Matilda dying for him, but he's also like, I feel like all, all, all yeah, all, some of it's also like sort of jealousy because it's like Woody is going to marry Matilda and not him, you know? I I took it as kind of like a mix between yeah, like feeling guilty and feeling jealous. So because he definitely is just like, wow, I'm so sorry, I let her die, and uh, Woody's like, no, that's kind of conceited. <laughs> uh, yeah, Woody's like. Get, get off your high horse, please. It's like, yo, we can only do as good as we can kind of thing, you know? It's, it's and, not all about Gundam. You just fight as hard as you can, and that'll be enough. And uh, I'm just like, of course he's conceited. He's 50. Yeah. He does say Woody has a very nice line that says, he says, I love white bass because Matilda loved white bass. Yeah. It's just like, oh my gosh, just oof, oof, ow, ow, in my heart. I hope Woody's fine next episode or this episode even. Yeah, I was going to say, hmm, that's a little... We're, we're, we're like, quickly, t- we're quickly approaching, like, ep- characters, like, reaching the singularity of characters dying as soon as they get introduced. Let's see, uh, what's the title of this episode, Max? 
Oh yeah, it is called it is called Tragedy in Jaburo. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the meantime, um, we see um, the Zo- the Zok and the um, Zagox or the Zok and the Gogs rather sneaking up to Jaburo. Um, and then we have a little an interesting little scene here. Uh, back inside Jaburo. Is this with Bright- this is with Bright Mirai. Yes. Mirai. Did I say Mira? Whatever. Uh, so the the people in Jabra are like, cool, white base is fine. We're, we'll do it as a favor to Mirai's dad to like let them like not do any, like not punish them with anything. And uh, it's like, Mirai's dad? What? Who? Uh, so Mirai's dad was apparently a politician who died. Uh, and after he died, Mirai emigrated to side seven. Yeah, it's so the way I gathered it, um, I don't know if, well, I guess the, the subtitles would have been the same in the dub for you. Maybe I misread the scene or misunderstood it, but I wrote down where they said, um, yeah, her father was a valued politician who could have stopped the emigration to side seven. So oh, stopped it. I th- again, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Someone should correct me in the discord when you're listening to this next week. But the way mm-hmm. I read it, and again, I have dyslexia, so it's hard to read the substance sometimes because I'm also taking notes at the same time. But the way I read it is like he was able to keep more people on Earth because they didn't all want to go to space. Maybe I could be wrong. Oh. I probably am wrong. But I also think that's also could potentially be a valid read of the scene. That makes sense. I thought it was like, oh, she had to go there or she went there after he died. I, I Yours makes more sense to me i mean either way we'll find out eventually um but the point is her father's important and all the people in the military like him he's a valuable politician so because of that they won't all get put into jail which is like i think the bare minimum kindness they could do and mirai is just like i whatever bro don't want to hear about my dad right now same (laughs) (laughs) well probably for a different reason than you (laughs) This is when the alarm happens. This is when wee woo wee woo battle alert battle alert. Yeah, the 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 Xeon are here and it is they're a big at, fleet too. There's 28 mobile suit Gundams, not Gundams, mobile suits. Um, and I, so I, I guess white base people end up like uh protecting one of the entrances, but there's two of them and um. They're like waiting inside because they don't know if the Xeon know where uh, the entrances are. So they don't want to like show their hand and be like, yep, this is the entrance. Come inside. Exactly. Yeah. They have like Amaru's in the Gundam um, or rather Amaru's in the G-Bull right now with Sela piloting at the gun tank and gun cannon are out as well. They're like defending white base in the entrance there. Kai is like out for blood right now. He's very serious. Yeah. And then, yeah. And they see they see some GMs, which are just mass-produced Gundams. They don't look the same. They don't have the the, the fin on the head. They have, like, sort of, like, basic uh, gun cannon heads. But they're, like, sort of Gundam colors. Yeah, and they have the Gundam, like, shield, too. Yeah, they, they like, the exact same shield. So they're, like, you know, Gundam's a prototype. They're, like, the production model. But they're, like, definitely less powerful than Gundam is. Yeah. Because um, Gundam is special. Gundam is special in all of our hearts. Amen. So we, oh my gosh, Zeon is sending like all of their mobile suits out. We see Zaku's, we see Goose, we see Dom's, and Char has his own Zagok squadron. Yeah, he's got a red Zagok. I'm noticing a theme with, Ch- with Char's mobile suits. 
I do think he likes the color red. I do think he might be the red comet. Yeah, I wonder if there's a reason behind said title. It's probably nothing. It's but... probably just because he goes so fast that he turns the red because <laughs> zip, that's zip how. Zoom. That's yeah, how. Was, yeah, I was like, that's how it works. That's how Doppler effect. Doppler effects sound. I think. Oh, I don't know if Doppler effects. Oh, maybe Doppler. Oh, maybe the principle's the same with. A, I don't light. know. Light's particles. Anyway, we're getting look. Light this is, is not a both, science. You fucking fool. I mean, look. I when I was in high school, I made okay. homemade solar panels in my backyard, and I won a science fair with them. So I think I know. Okay, fine. This is a science podcast. Now we're here to talk God. about the periodic table. Tell me about the elements, Max. Yeah, earth, wind, uh, fire. <laughs> God damn it. Water. Uh, so anyway, um, Char wood. moves. Char wood. Yeah, sorry. The elements are um, fire, water, grass, electric, normal, poison, fighting, earth. Er, you ground, don't need to rock, list all flying dragon. You dark, don't need ghost, to list all eighteen. Fairy things. bug. I think I got all of them. I probably didn't. I always miss ice. That's all of them. So I'm not going <laughs> to correct you because I don't care. Shar rolls out with his Zagok Squadron. He has Jital and Lee Huan, and they both immediately die. They both die. I'm like, thanks for naming them and then killing them. <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. It like I, I I appreciate that they always sort of whenever they fight with Zeon people. Um, oh, I smell fresh bread. Mm-hmm. God, I'm like zoning out hard right now. Uh, I like like when the Xeon people always have names and they're always very silly names. Neither is like sort of more normal names, but they also beef it immediately. So it's just like, damn, sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, I had a question that not related yeah, to yeah. the names. Do they call them the the gyms in in the in the sub? Because the they because they no. they pronounce GM as the gyms. Oh, I think. Oh, I don't know. I, I it's it's written GM in the subtitles. I don't know if they right, say GM guess, or Jim. I don't know if they like say it. Mine's yeah, game. I don't know. They I'll call them Jim. They call them Jim, Jim's in the dub. And I'm like, oh, Jim's here. That's my dad's name. <laughs> Your dad's coming up a lot in this episode. Yeah, huh? I wonder why. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, God. Yeah. So yeah, they're still guarding the entrance. They want to fight, but they can't. Um. And then like back underwater. Shar is like, you know, swimming with his Zagok. We get a, a very, very silly scene because the Zok and the two Gogs are like sort of like waiting by the entrance. They're going to blow up. And Shar Zagok like lays a hand on the Zok's shoulder, like as in like, yeah. oh, what's up? I'm here. But it looked really is like, are you winning, son? <laughs> yeah, it does. Although <laughs> I had said like, oh, they're touching each other through the robots, intimate rituals, but like it definitely does look more like a are you a winning son? It's it's just very, very silly. I just love the weird moments of levity that we're def like I don't think they're all intentional, but like some of them definitely are. Yeah, it's just like the idea of like patting patting each other on the back or something. Yeah. Just like uh <laughs> mobile suits doing bro hugs. <laughs> Mobile suits slapping each other on the ass. Mobile suit stabbing. Yes! God. Um, but they decide to attack two ports at once. So, like, yeah. you know, cause Jabber to scramble. Uh, the two Gogs are going to hit um, the, the main entrance and the Zagok and Zok. Or in the, yeah, the Zagok and Zok. This is a tongue twister because I always keep on trying to say Zaku and not just Zok. But the Zagok and Zaku are going to hit a different entrance that they're going to blow up themselves. So they do so. 
Kai and Hayato are like left to fight the gogs. I think Kai kills one like right away because he's, you know, he sees the red mist right now. He is out for blood. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sayla's like, wow, wow. Jesus. <laughs> Climb down, bro. Uh, but yeah, the the Jeebel has to go to the other entrance to help protect that one. Mm-hmm. With, because right now only like, is it? I think there might be some gems, uh, GMs over there, but the, yeah, um, the GMs are at the other entrance, but they cannot hold a candle to Shar. Yeah, and so is um, Woody's little ship. He's leading the charge recklessly. Yeah, he's like, I gotta protect my base. We look the animation in this part cracked me up so much because we see the Zigok running around, but it runs like a toddler. It's so fun. <laughs> Like, it's such an unintimidating machine. It looks cooler because it's painted red, but it still is just like a little egg with arms and legs. And seeing it run really fast is like, I don't know why. It's just cracking me up when I was watching it last night. It's very silly. I like it. I like it. It's not as intimidating, but I do like it. I think it's funny. I actually think it looks cool, like, more when it's, like, ducked down. Like, when, um... Yeah, when when it's not just standing up in a basic pose. Yeah, when because Char like ducks real fast at one point and it looks cool. I don't know, but yeah, when it's just standing, it just looks like a fucking yeah. weird like egg. Yeah, everything is egg shaped. Everything it comes down to eggs. Can I offer you an egg in these difficult? But Char is proven to be powerful in the Zagak because he just like straight up impales a GM with the arm of his Zagak. Um, and this part, so at this point, Amaro's joined the battle. And this part is so sick because, like, we, we get a close-up of Amaro's face and, like, the explosion is lighting him up. So he's, like, all orange and red. And he just is, you just see his eyes and he's staring. And he's like, oh, my God, he's back. And we get, like, a slow-mo shot of the Zagok standing back up. And, like, they both know that's like, oh, that Amaro and Char recognize each other now. <laughs> Here we go, baby. Yeah, like... Even though it's not a red Zaku, he's like, red, it's gotta be him. And he keeps saying it throughout. He's like, that's gotta be Char, that's gotta be him, that's gotta be him. <laughs> it's just, oh, I'm so glad Char's back. Ah! I don't think Char, does Char not know Amaro's name? Because he always calls him the Gundam pilot. I don't think he does, no, I don't, I don't think he knows. He's always, like, super impressed by the Gundam pilot, but doesn't know his name. Yeah, he's just the Gundam pilot. Does he know he's 15? <laughs> I don't think that he even knows he, that. I think he knows he's young. Or yeah. He knows he's, he knows he's inexperienced, so he assumes he's young because of that. I don't think he knows that he is a 15-year-old boy named Amara. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think he just is like, he's youth. <laughs> but um, the fight begins. Like, you know, they're they're fighting. Amaro is like real good in Gundam now. Shar is like, oh, dang, this kid is like getting better and better and better. Yeah, he's very impressed. But as the fight continues, uh, who else but Woody shows up? (sighs) Woody fucking Uh, says there's a snake in my boot and comes for (laughs) That was a bad joke. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, but he's, yeah, in like a hover ship thing. And he's like ignoring Amaro saying, no, stop. Don't, don't get in my way. No, Char's too dangerous. No, don't, no. But he does anyway. He like ducks by Amuro <laughs> when he tries to attack, and like he damages uh, Shar's Zagok's like optical unit, the eyeball. But at the same time, Shar just like destroys Woody's ship. Oops. Oh yeah, he's like, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> like, Char's very unimpressed by just, like, someone getting in his way who isn't Gundam. Yeah. And now at this point, Char has to escape because he's damaged. Amuro's chasing him, and, like, Zag- he has the, the tattoo damaged on his head. <laughs> the the Zok is firing at Amuro, and Amuro's like, I do not have time for He just, like, snipes the Zok's wee point right away. And it's like, wow, cool, cool, like, new Zok robot that just got destroyed in one hit. Yeah. It, like... I, like to, I like to see it destroyed. I hate it. <laughs> you despise this I don't know planet. why. I just think it, like, does not look good. It looks like a Happy Meal toy. <laughs> Actually, I would love to get this at a Happy Meal. Yeah, no, I would like that. Oh, what if they had Gundam Happy Meal toys? They had. I feel like they may have had like Transformers. So. Oh, they definitely did. Ah, give me, give me a Gundam in my food. Um. (laughs) So, (laughs) what what happens after that? I feel like yeah, they just like either everyone's dead or gone. It because. uh, Char leaves, and I feel like Amro even says, "Like, oh, of course he left." <laughs> like Char's just, or Amro's like he had to. I feel like he did. He make a note in this one or in the third episode. He's. I just remember him saying, "Like Char leaves all the time." Is pretty much what he said. He leaves in both. I think like he doesn't like fully escape in this one. He's just like sort of gone. Um, but they like all have to sort of meet up. I think the next one is when Char just like pieces out. But right, but I, I I meant Amuro like makes a note of this that he oh, keeps running yeah. away. That might be the next one because he did, runs away like two episodes back to back. So Amuro's like, "You gotta stop doing this, man." Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're all like meeting up after the um, and they're talking. You know what happened afterwards, and then Amuro mentions like Char's back, and Sela dramatically drops her drink in slow motion. Yeah, she's like, no. My brother. I thought brother. he was out of this. Brother. What uh, if that's that's episode? What if Drake and Josh were <laughs> in oh, Gundam? No, but there was also just this insane line about like men can't le- let things go. Yeah, that was that was I forget what it it was men can't what was it? Men like make a fuss over everything in the sub was what it was more like. Yeah, it was men feel emotions so strongly sometimes. But in the dub, they say, men can't let things go. They're so childish, but I kind of like it. This is Mirai saying this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, to be fair, Mirai's good. like the most level-headed person here. But she's just like, yeah, I kind of like that they're being childish. I'm like, <laughs> okay. All right, go off. <sighs> I guess at least you know what you like. Like, fucking... <laughs> can... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that stuck out so much to me. It's <laughs> funny. Uh, all right, you want to hit the last one? Yes, the last episode, episode 30, A Wish of War Orphans. What a title. <sighs> yeah, this is not the Gundam about orphans yet. But no. I feel like every Gundam is about orphans, though. Yeah, everything is about, yeah. Because, I mean, Amuro is essentially an orphan, even. Like, mm-hmm. his dad's fucking gone. He might be dead, he might not. Uh and he doesn't fucking talk to his mom. Yeah. Damn, remember his mom? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so this one starts out. The, the the fight is continuing. Zeon's like bombing the area. We see Char is going to do an infiltration, a little sneaky sneak mission with his team of at guys. They're just funky little dudes. So 
Because I guess I guess Jabro keeps getting bombed, so these like two dudes just get like owned because they just think they're being bombed, and then they get smashed by yeah an Akai like an Akai like puts his face right up to their little like bunker base area and just like squishes it and keeps on going yeah uh, so we see um, the next scene is it's like their war graduation because White Base is getting their like soldier diplomas yeah they're like officially soldiers even though they kind of have been soldiers this whole time they like are officially part of uh, one of the one of the elite one of the groups i don't remember which one um so they all have like titles now you know like i wrote them all down i we probably don't have to list them all but i just thought it was cool um like right is lieutenant junior grade and so is ryu <laughs> Yeah, so the drama here is that Ryu gets promoted two ranks for an honorable death. And like, so does every other, you know, white-based soldier that's died in fighting. And Amuro gets so mad about this. He's like, what, they die for you? You use them as tools and all you do is just like, say thank you. And here's like two ranks and that's it. Amuro was already kind of like annoyed because he was like, these titles mean fucking nothing. Right, yeah. But then the commander like slaps Amro. He's like, "Don't talk back to me, kid." Um, and then he dodges, we get, the yeah, he dodges the first one. It's like a funny comedy scene. It's like slapstick. But then he gets hit for real. But also, um, I think before the like that part, uh, Frau Bo like shows up late. Oh, true. Yeah, with with the with the babbies. Because like this is important, just because the kids end up being important in the show. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, she gets she's private. Yeah, the kids she's are being like all in rule. But yeah, yeah. Frabo's taking care of Amaro now. Um they're talking about the kids, because like I, I I think at this point they realize that like Jabra wants to take care of the kids while they fight. And like it's this it's just a wild line, right? Because like they clearly see themselves as the caretakers of these kids at this point. Mm-hmm. But Amaro says little children shouldn't have to see people killing each other. It's like I'm yeah. like, dude, you're a little child. Seeing people kill each other. What do you mean? I it's like, like you're, you're, you're right, but also have some self awareness. I like y- my notes are just like your kids seeing horrors. What do you mean? Yeah, because uh, it's just a lot. Like they they're adults. They're little adults now, at least in their own heads. Except they're not because they keep making like you know mistakes kids would make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Bright is nineteen and he's the leader. It's like that's not an adult. He's not an adult. <sighs> <laughs> he's younger than me. Oh my God, yeah, he's several years. All of these are. children are young. Yeah, he's yeah, he's seven years Oof. younger than both of us. I hate this. I hate this oh a lot. Max. We're getting old. Uh, no, they're just baby. Poor Kenny lost us. True. So anyway. True. They're at daycare now. The little kids are. There's a like a, a a juice robot that gives them juice and ice cream. It's very cute. It's very cute, and the, they're so excited. Like, but like the three of them are excited. The three like white based kids are excited, but no one else is. Everyone's yeah. So fucking... All the kids that are in the daycare are so like dour. They're like very just upset i don't know <laughs> and yeah, well, they're, they're like mad at th- this one this one kid is mad at kika for making all this noise he's like well, stop being so happy this is war 
and like you know think about your parents or whatever and then like they all start crying because they start thinking about their dead parents yeah because at least like these kids that are in the daycare like their parents could be alive or could be dead who knows but uh the three white based kids their parents are definitely dead uh so but yeah everyone's upset now and um um it causes a distraction the three white based kids run away when this distraction happens yeah just because like everyone's crying the sort of federation caretaker is scrambling to get all the kids under control so the kids just like book it into the cave um they are like so, so they're 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 wandering around in the cave right they're like precariously sidling along cliffs at one point they land on top of the one of the at guys that like the the Shar and his mole men brought into the cave and they just like walk across it and it's like this very tense moment of the, the guy's like who's walking on my robot right now yeah and uh, like they like don't realize it's a mobile suit because it right. just looks like a big round thing when the light is off i guess mm-hmm. yeah but they, they eventually do get caught um because like Shar and his guys are scoping out the base they're getting ready to attack they're planting bombs um they're in like the hangar full of GMs, so they're just going to damage those so they can take out, you know, a lot of their fighting force. And the kids wander in there and they eventually get caught by the mole. And they just like tie the kids up and say bombs are going to go off in half an hour. Bye. Yeah. And so the kids like have to get themselves out and they do. They like, you know, they like <laughs> there's this goofy like scene of just like um, Kika pulling one uh, pulling like let's. I always get let's say cats confused. Uh, pulling one of their like mouth things down mm-hmm. so that they can like bite at the other one's ropes and they like get out and then they like find all the bombs and it's just like stressful to see these like it's, children looking for bombs. It's it's this very strange juxtaposition of the kids are acting all heroic because they're like, oh, we're going to save the day. We're afraid, but we're still going to do the work. So the kids are thinking, wow, this is a cool thing we're doing. And then as the viewer, you're thinking, this is horrific. These kids should not have to be doing this right now. Yeah, they sure shouldn't. No, nope. But they are, and they do kind of have to, because someone... Yeah, well, what's the alternative here? Should, right? Like, I don't know. Who knows if they could have even gotten, like, away fast enough? Like, even if it was, yeah. they were just trying to save themselves. But, like... <sighs> They do find them all. They put them in like the truck that's there and the kids like drive the truck. It's so funny. They can't start it at first. It's like they're like they smash it through a wall to drive out. And at this point, Amaro, Kai and Hayato are over by the hangar because they're going to go on a tour of the Gundam factory. Um, very, yeah. very, very good. Very uh, lucky timing there. But they, they all see the kids and they're like, hey, what's going on? Uh, and they're like, yo, there's bombs in here, mister. <laughs> And then Kai looks over and he's like, uh, hey, Amuro, these are definitely. Yeah, he's like, these are definitely bombs. We should take care of them. What are we going to do? So um, Amuro jumps on that truck mm-hmm. thing. And then uh, Kai like pulls all three of the kids onto their car. Um, and Amuro just like drives it and like heads towards like a cliff in the base and just like eventually he like jumps out of the car and like yeah. it just drives off the cliff and blows up it's a very big explosion um, yeah it's it's there's very a lot dramatic. of bombs. a lot of bombs yeah there's like 15 of them something like that um but he does it he saves the day um and at this point this huge explosion happens so Shar and his team get found out so it's another 
firefight in these caves now. Uh, they get in the act, guys. They're blasting. I think Shar is like running back to his. I think they like maybe they split up in twos when they landed or something because Shar is not in his Zagok. Yeah, because he's like, oh, the rest of them put the bombs out, uh, but we got caught. Uh, it's a failed mission, and yeah, he's like trying to get out, and like at the same time, um, we had forgotten to mention this before, but like the the caretaker had found. Um, oh right, Frau was it Frau Sela and Mirai, or I think all three of them, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was like, "Oh shit, those kids are missing," and so like yeah, the three of them and the caretaker go look for the three white base kids. Uh, and Sayla mm-hmm. runs into Char because, yeah, Char is trying to find his robot and get out. And yeah, so they meet again. The they siblings meet again. meet again. It's so dramatic. It's like, you know, the camera goes back and forth looking at them. They, re- they definitely the color recognize shifts. each other again. The color yeah. shift. And she's like, hey, Kazval, what's up, homie? <laughs> yeah, he's. She says it just like that. She says, yeah, "What's up?" Homie? That's a direct quote. What's good, homeboy? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, Ar- you know, he's like Artesia, and she's like Casvel, my my gentle brother Casvel. He would yeah. never join. He would never join the Zeon forces. How could that line got me thinking a little bit though? Because she's Princess Artesia. Which would yeah. make him Prince Casval, but yeah. they joined Zeon instead of like being a part of Zeon by default. I'm very That's like, what I was wondering. I'm very thinking emoji about it. I don't know what the deal is. I'm sure that'll get resolved because a very important plot thread. But like, who are these people? Who are these blondes? Who are, who are the people? people? <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah and he asks her. He's like, leave. Don't be part of the Federation troops. Don't be a Fetty. Don't be a Fetty. He he says a Fetty in this. In yeah, this that that that's the, the slang. That's like the Xeon slang for Federation people in the dub, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny. It's just uh, very funny to hear him say Fetty for some yeah, reason. Yeah, he's and, a very cool character saying such a lame word. Well, <laughs> I realize it's just because like English is just generally like I don't know if ruder is the right word, but it's just generally there's a it's lot a more less. direct. Yeah, you know, because they don't say like son and all that stuff yeah. too. It kind of makes sense, like even for his character, it like sort of made sense to still, but it was still just like very jarring. Yeah, it's weird hearing him say that. Um, but he runs off. Um, Mirai shows up where Sela is, and she's like, "Yo, there is a Zeon officer right in front of you." And Sela's like, "Oh, haha, I must not have noticed." Anyway, let's keep looking for those kids. And Mirai is like very suspicious about this. She's so sus. Which she should be. She should be. It's clear that like, yeah, Sela definitely knew who this person. Well, I don't know if she knew that Sela knew who this person was, but she's like, Sela definitely would have seen this person. Something's up here. But it's fine because we still got to do the fighting. She's thinking about it. She's hashtag thonking about it. That's like where my notes end, even though the fighting still happens. Just because I got like very taken by the whole like, Casval, gentle Prince Casval, gentle Prince Casval, and I'm like, hee hee hee. Me, who who that? Who's that? This is Char, but also like it's interesting that like 
Char and Caswell, at least they both like start with a C, but like mm-hmm. how did Sela come from Artesia? Sela Artesia, yeah. Hmm, I suspect we might find out in the future. I hope so. Uh so yeah, the, the battle happens. Char and his four act guys are leaving the cave. I think there's four left at this point. Um Amaru like just they shoots get, one like, right away. Killed. Yeah. So Amaru shoots an act guy right away. It that was blown up. Char attacks. Amaru like cuts Char Zagok's arm off right away. Kills another act guy, then another, then another. He got like all four right away. It's really sick. I mean, it's not because he's doing killing, but he's like very, very good with Gundam now at this point. He's yeah, he's like scary good with Gundam and like uh Char thinks so also and is like, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like yeah, the way that they move to arm dig on the ceiling and like swing themselves like spider-man along the roof of the cave it's very weird yeah because they they like they're just like little nubs they're little nubs but then they claws come out extendable claws but eventually char sees like a um a water reservoir so he like blasts the ceiling a little bit to have the rock slide happen so amuro can't follow and then he like dips into the water and he disappears to fight another day yes sir um, and we're all glad because we love him. We do love him. Salute. Uh, so yeah, back at Javaro, the sort of final scene is like they're arguing with the daycare lady to let them keep the kids in white base instead of at Javaro. Because mm-hmm. the kids clearly don't want to stay. And they're kind of just like, this. they're our family and like they should stay with us. And like the, the caretaker agrees it's it's hard it's hard it's it's i don't know how to think about this yeah it's very challenging stuff because again like i was talking with sarah about this earlier and and she brought up the good point that i mentioned earlier where these kids definitely see themselves as the adults here taking care of the children even though they're you know young teenagers at the same time and it's like yeah the kids have a family with these people like they don't have a family anywhere else but at the same time white base the kids are like willingly one like okay with putting them back on white base leaving them more endangered so they can be with them it's like i it's it's tough both ways right i feel like there's not an easy answer to this maybe there is maybe you just should just ditch the kids i don't know because kai also shockingly has a point (laughs) i'm just kidding but he's like (laughs) didn't you see like it's not safe here either he's pretty much saying like it wouldn't be safe for the kids here either necessarily like maybe more safe but yeah the idea is like this is still a base. This is still a war base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not a not a place for kids. But it's like so. Yeah, I don't even know if like the kids in the daycare are safe necessarily. Yeah, tough call. As hell. Tough call. Is, is anywhere safe for kids? Dun dun dun. Uh, and the last thing we get is that the Federation is like ordering uh, White Base to be the thirteenth autonomous corps. And they will officially be like their decoy operations. They're like, wow, white base sure is persistent. Xeon definitely has like whenever they see white base, they just drop whatever they're doing. So we're going to make you officially the decoy. How great for you. The 13th autonomous zone. Um, (laughs) I'm funny. No, I so I'm sure they don't love to be decoys. I mean, yeah. uh, Bright kind of looked a little like mm, about it. At the end, he looked mm-hmm. a little like unsure about all this, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. interesting. These were very good episodes. They were. They were. I like the it. Um, but yeah, that'll well, that'll that'll do it for our three episodes this week. 
Pretty good. Just enough deaths. Not too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, there. I mean, there were two deaths, which is a good amount in any other show. But this is Gundam. So yeah, we'll take what we get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two, I guess we should say two to like known character deaths because True. all the characters in the fucking mobile suits die. <laughs> but like, it's hard to remember them. Yeah. I'm laughing because I don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, usually I do a sort of um, a, a, a sort of segment at the end of the episode. Um, but this week I had a bit of a challenge in front of me because um, I was looking. I was looking at all like the different Xeon um, mobile suits and mobile armors and what have you that we've seen so far to give some trivia on them. But like the trivia really drops off. Like, I looked up Gog, and there's, like, nothing. I looked up uh, Zagok, and I looked up Zok, and there's basically nothing. Um, it's, just, it's just, I don't know. These things are clearly unimportant. But I looked up At Guy, uh, you know, the funny little mole man. And there's, ve- again, there's very little stuff for the At Guy. But this, th- this sent me on, like, a little rabbit hole journey, because the first note of trivia on the Gundam wiki at guy has a large fan base that considers considers it to be moe character it's also a stock joke character what? so and as it turns out at guy there's a whole thing about this little dude people love this thing it's just a cute little like stubby little mans who who just like does cute poses and like 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 does this cute thing where he'll like sit with his sort of knees up to his chest and his arms wrapped around his knees like a little bab no I, I don't know. I sort of get it because that guy's very cute. But like, there's a whole internet thing of that guy being this moe little, this cute babby. Like, that guy is so like apparently famous and ubiquitous. There is a Seven Eleven variant of his that they released in a in a in a gunshot <laughs> set. Max just put it in the in the chat, and yeah, he's Seven Eleven colored. Uh, he's you know white that guy with green accents like green or like green like stripe accenty parts and then like the buttons are like the red and orange like the seven mm-hmm. of the 7-eleven it's just i okay here here's the kind of looks though. like you could drink out of him like get like a get a um a he's, big he's, gulp. A, he's the biggest he's the biggest gulp here's the thing though here's my question um if an at guy were to have 7-eleven weaponry what would it be what would he fire out of his like lasers and cannons and whatnot uh, hmm. I mean, Slurpee's definitely something. Slurpee's. Uh, I mean, you shoot out snacks of some kind. Is there like snacks that they're known for? I'm like blanking right now. I mean, I am a very big fan of their taquitos. Seven Eleven. Um, yeah, they would just shoot out things. taquitos. They <gasps> taquitos. He have like a che- a cheese sauce cannon. No, they would use the t- like big taquitos as like beam sabers. Yo, and the beam is the cheese sauce. Yes. Oh. And yeah, and it shoots out like like Slurpee to like sort of freeze enemies. It has like big gulp grenades. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Seven Eleven has like sort of donut things too. There's a lot. I like. I haven't gone to Seven Eleven in so many. Well, months. that's why I was like, they have a lot of snacky stuff. You know, they have a lot of like candy bars. I'm and... getting hungry now. But yeah, so that's sort of my segment. I don't have a whole lot, but I just like got sucked down this rabbit hole of like people just are obsessed with at guy. Like in the upcoming Gundam game, uh, what is it? Extreme maxi boost on versus build fighters, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, 
Akai is one of the few Mobile Suit Gundam fighters you can pick, like from the original anime. But like everyone loves Akai. And can you play as Gundam? Of course. Yeah. I think, okay. I think you can play as you play as Gundam. You play as I think you can play as I don't know if you can play as Gun Cannon or Gun Tank, but you can play as Shar in both the Red Comet Zaku and his Zagok. Um, Ooh. I, you can play as a regular Zaku. Um, from oh, what's the guy's name who's on the island? I already forgot. Oh no, he was so cool, and I'm blanking. I, I, I already closed my notes, so I forget. Um, but that guy, I think you can be a goof. There's a lot of goofs in that game. Like the goof, the goof sticks around in all like the UC series, which is good because I love the. Goof. You do like to goof with goof? the goof. But yeah, that's a segment. Uh, Stan Akai, I guess. Stan Akai, and then there's like, what if you have uh, one of those fan cams, but of Akai? Hmm, an Ak cam. An Ak cam. What if in Star Wars he was Admiral Ak guy and he said it's a trap? What if they're called Ak X? Oh, I'm thinking about it. This is pretty good. I like this little little AU we're making. I do too. Oh, I think that will bring us to the end of the episode. I made a very high pitched noise there. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, well, Mark, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on. You can find <laughs> me on Twitter at haunting the morgue, haunting the M O R G. And there's my pin tweet where you can find currently this one and my other podcast, the. Sonic Shuffle at Shuffle Sonic on Twitter, which uh, Dan, aka Mike Dawson, tells me about Sonic lore, and uh, it's like a random uh, timeline every time. Uh, and then, yeah, stay tuned because I'm gonna put some tune stuff on there, aka Looney Tune stuff. Uh, watch out for That's Pod, folks more in the works soon they're, they're, they're calling you the up and coming podcaster more they're calling me the up and coming podcaster uh they're calling me haunting the cast uh <laughs> i would that'd be kind of cool to have like a podcast but i guess that's fear baiting True. which i've also been on but <laughs> <laughs> um well i think that just leaves me and I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxVigilion and Instagram and Tumblr where else at MaxVigilion. You can find my other show, Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp that I do with several of my friends at twitter.com slash podofgreedcast. Um, we're still working through capsule monsters. Still of questionable quality. Is there anything good about it? Do you like it at all? I do. I do like it at all because like it's just it's not dueling. Well, I like the yeah, but I like that they're t- the monsters are just Pokemon right now. They just send them out of like capsules. Hmm. It's, it's 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 good. It's fine. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. So even like the bad is still okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So uh. And hey, thank you to Noise Space. Uh. I think maybe by the time this episode comes up, we will be officially part of the um. Noise Space is a podcast network. You can kind of go to noisespace.xyz, uh, run by our good friend Matt. I made a joke earlier about one of them. So, uh, City Girls Make Do. Yeah, yeah, you can find many podcasts City Girls Make Do, uh, which is a show about sex in the city. Yes, it's very A lot of challenging content there. It's very challenging. (laughs) I love it a lot, but it's very gross sometimes. You've been on it before, right? I've been on it twice. Nice. 
they're in their last season, so I caught them. You oh, know, good timing. Second, like, yeah. But yeah, anyway, just go go noisebase.xyz, check them out. Um, they're good people, oh, good podcasts. Uh oh. Okay. Speaking of coming undone, um, I guess all we have <laughs> left to do. Oh, and by the way, you can find this podcast um on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Join our Discord, hang out with us. Um, so Yes. What's the robot of the week, pray tell? Uh sorry, I'm a little distracted right now. Uh I'll just go with the one I would like uh, keep like just kinda I don't think I have I done Iron Man? Iron Man, not Iron Man. Oh, holy shit. Iron Giant? Do not I think I have. I don't think you have. Because I love we're, that we're, guy. We're like 10 episodes and we can't remember what we've, what we've done or not. I have a terrible memory and so do you. Like, yeah, true. What are, like, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, so the Iron Giant uh, from the Iron Giant movie, which also has a book that's very different from the movie itself. Self. Oh, um, I, I picked up the book, but I have not read it yet. It's like kind of a picture book. Uh, it's um, nineteen. Yeah, it's a nineteen sixty eight novel. But the movie is a, is a cool. It's another anti war robotic movie, which mm-hmm. is cool. Uh, and it's set during the Cold War. Uh, and the Iron Giant is this kid Hogarth friend and it's yes what if vin diesel voice gundam what if vin diesel voice gundam i definitely feel like we've talked about this before now that i'm saying it out loud but we still probably haven't i just have weird deja vu about this i don't think we have uh but there's no way to know um don't correct us if you listen to the rest never never fact check us uh yeah so i guess iron giant's cool he has amnesia he forgets that he's a war machine, but wow. he's cool. It's pretty deep and poignant. You should watch it. Everyone I feel watch like it. it's I a good movie. I feel like it holds up. I, I think like it, it still does. Yeah. yeah. Well, only one way to find out, and that's to watch it. Tell Stream you. Iron Giant. <laughs> that's our advice to you. So I guess now all that we have left to do is say, in the immortal words of our ancestors, that war is bad. Wow. Cool robot. Ooh, I liked it. That was good ass. I like it. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.